For the Love of Teaching is a podcast brought to you by TeachStutter. We save teachers hours each week by bringing them quality, downloadable teaching resources for their classrooms. To make your classroom buzz, go to teachstarter.com. Hey teachers, Bron here. Thanks so much for listening to For the Love of Teaching. Please rate and review us in the Apple Podcast app and help us to reach more teachers' ears. Joe, Mr. D. Dombrowski is a grade five teacher and professional comedian who inspires kids to love learning with his quirky sense of humour. Follow him on Instagram at Mr. D times three. This is Friday Funnies with Mr. D. Warning, this episode of Friday Funnies is not for little ears. If you've got kids with you, save this listening goodness for later. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Mr. D. Uh, welcome to Friday Funnies, everyone. And thanks for joining us. How are you going, Mr. D? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. It's um, summertime here in Michigan, so it's like 95 degrees Fahrenheit. That's very hot for those of you who don't have Google in front of you right now. Um, <laughs> but it's very hot here and I'm enjoying it. But I'm coming to you live from Michigan, from my parents' house i'm in my childhood bedroom where i grew up yeah there's been a lot of bad decisions in this house in this room <laughs> and we're just going to roll with it <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um you had you were just saying before you hadn't seen your parents in seven months which is a crazy amount of time because you're so close with your parents and i am close with mine so i know that that would absolutely tear me apart but um what was the reunion like yeah, well, you know, I live I live all the way across the country, but we've been blessed with me being on tour. Whenever I'm close enough, we always see each other. Either they come to the show or I take a couple of days and come to Michigan if I can. So yeah, seven months. But it was really nice when we got to see each other. It was just like, oh my God, the longest hugs. Just mm-hmm. sat on the porch all night and had a couple glasses of wine. And by a couple, I mean seven. Um, <laughs> a couple of bottles. And, right. We were, we were drinking like we were Australian. We'll just say that. And, <laughs> and uh, it was fantastic. It's just, it's really, it's really, you know how it is. It's really nice to get back to your roots. Mm-hmm. Everything here is familiar. I don't know what's going on with my hair. but <laughs> I was just going to say, you don't have your, you don't have I your iPhone mullet anymore. I do. You still got it. Oh, you do have it. <laughs> the headphones were hiding it. That's, That's look, cool. It's looking lovely. Well done. Thank you. I'm trying it. My dad <laughs> hates it, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's been a little bit of news in the last probably like 24, 48 hours about return to school in the States because we've all been wondering and on edge about what is going to happen. So I heard that like 40 of the 50 states are, have decided to say, no, we're not going back into classrooms. We're going to do home learning from the start of the- Oh, wow. That must be the latest news. I have not heard that yet, but I'm I not surprised. I just heard that in the meeting I was in before I came into you. Wow. Yeah. No, I'm not surprised. There's a lot going on now. Our, our federal government, so the entire nation is run by the Republican Party, which is generally very conservative. And by generally, I mean always. So they are very, very adamant on opening schools in the fall um, and potentially not giving funding to schools who don't open and are very adamant because they are saying that that's, they're masking, to to me, okay, I'm sorry, like I got to let it out of my personal thoughts a little bit. To me, it seems like they're masking 
they are saying we need schools to reopen so that parents can go back to work and the country can work again. But they're masking it by saying kids need to go back to school. It's, it's what's best for the kids. It's what's best for the kids. And nobody's saying it's not. Nobody's saying it's not best for the kids. But there's so much research that hasn't been done yet on kids and the coronavirus. And, yeah. you know, we, we know that kids generally don't exhibit symptoms or die as frequently as adults do, but we don't really know if they're, you know, silent care carriers and if they give that to them and, you know, can yeah. they hold the virus and can they give it, and, you know, and then teaching, you know, one teacher, especially like the middle school or high school teacher, you know, if they have eight sections of students, that's a lot of the student body that's coming into contact with somebody who could or might have Corona. And right. there's just so many questions and things that are going in. You know, personal opinion, I think the country is not ready yet. I don't think that I've heard a single plan that sounds doable or safe enough. Personally, I think they, they might need to look at distance learning again for just a little while until we can figure out a model that actually works. Yep. But let me tell you what, it is a mess over here right now, a total mess. I've just had a look. I've just brought up this uh, news article from CNN and they're saying that for as of just a few, it's very breaking news, but most school districts are reconsidering their reopening plan and um, deciding to go to remote learning for the beginning of the new school year. Um, And something that might interest you is that Detroit um, public schools, because that's where you are right now. Yes. Yep. Yep. They actually opened their doors for summer classes on Monday this week. Um, And students went back into class for in-person instruction for the first time since the pandemic started. So it'll be uh, very interesting to see how that will go with a small fraction of the kids doing their summer classes like that um, through to August 6th. Um, I sort of think a little bit too, where people, people are very up in arms about that here. But personally, I'm not because, you know, I am not for keeping kids in the home and distance learning. I just think it's the best option right now. Yeah. But, you know, summer learning is so small and there's such a small amount of students yeah. and teachers and people where I do believe that there's a way that you can do in-person instruction okay. safely in that yeah. aspect. But when we talk about like the school population, like all the schools that I've walked in have had at least three sections of each grade. Mm-hmm. That's huge, Bron, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I actually, I, I, I think you saw it. I posted a funny video of just kind of like humorously giving my opinion and not opening schools yesterday. For the yep. listeners, if you haven't seen it yet, you can go to my page and have a laugh. Do. It is hilarious. And my favorite part is showing um, you demonstrating how students cough with the mask on because it was so <laughs> on point and so accurate. So take a look because you will forever question the effectiveness of a mask on a five-year-old, but wait till you see Joe pretending to be the five-year-old. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, kids cough like a cat choking. There's no, there's no denying that. <laughs> yeah. The, the thing that I think was really funny is I saw a woman wrote on there and she said that she's, she's an uh, American citizen. She, she admitted, she started it really nicely. She said, before I start, I just want to let you know I watched this and I found it funny and definitely had a laugh. However, I want to let you know that my children are in private school. I have three kids. One was a teenager, one was a preteen, and another was an elementary student. Their school has never shut down. They've always got, gone to school in person. And she says no students have had coronavirus and no teachers have had coronavirus. And all I could think was, where in the... Oops, sorry. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. I've got a, I've got a dump button. It's fine. Keep going. <laughs> Where in the country do you live? 
And also, that's a very good point that she makes because she said private school. Yeah. Now, those parents are paying for those students to go to that school, which is they have the, it's a privilege and they're investing. And most likely, the families in that school community are privileged enough to practice safe hygiene and to stay quarantined when you're not at school and to do all these very safe things because they're in a very, you know, obviously they are, um, financially stable to the point where they can have expend money spend their money that way so it really kind of puts the perspective on you know the public school public school system that's the majority that's the majority of kids who go to school in this country are public school students so it's just there's a huge decisions to be made and i i hope to god that the right ones are made and you know as much as i tell you for the students really for the teachers because you know if there weren't teachers there wouldn't be school no. Yeah, and you could say the same for kids too. So it needs to be really well rounded. If we're looking out for the kids, we got to look out for the teachers also. Exactly. And that's my that's my piece. That's what Thank I have to you. say. Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> you got to say it in your Austin mommy accent. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> um, honestly, like it's not something that you can muck around with. It's a very high stakes decision that's being made. And I'm just scrolling through this list of school districts who have said, no, we're not going back. And, you know, to our US listeners, you if, if you are in a district that has said remote learning, A, fantastic, congratulations. I'm so happy for you and for your safety. B, it's going to be another challenging time, but you've already done it. You've already done it. See how great is it that you can just focus on teaching remotely, that you're not going to be having to split curriculum, split plans, split assessment. And there are so many positives through this that are go further than just the health issues and protecting our kids' health and our own health and safety. Um, it's going to streamline things for you a lot more. And I guess for those who haven't heard yet, um, we're thinking of you and we hope that a decision's made in your favour very soon because I'm seeing protests. I'm seeing, you know, teachers are feeling so demoralised and desperate at the moment over there. And it's it's just not, it's hard to cope with. It's hard to... It's a lot to take in. We love you, teachers. Don't forget to watch Joe's video. It will lift you up. And you know what? That's so funny that you said that because my... You've seen my show. I truly believe that laughter is the best medicine. And I'm just, you know, um, overdosing these teachers in humor <laughs> medication. And the number one comment that I read on that video that made me so happy was, I needed this. Yeah. Person after person after person after person wrote, I needed this. And that's when I was like, I feel like I did something right here. I'm so glad I used my skill of humor and my knowledge of education to make this uh, just a, a quick glimmer of laughter for people who needed it. And uh, that's why I did it and I'm glad it worked. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing that because that it, it just lifts everyone up. That was your daily dose of Mr. D, actually your daily overdose of Mr. D. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I love it. Enjoy, have a great week teachers and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Friday Funnies with Mr. D. Don't forget to subscribe on your favourite podcast app so that you get the latest updates on all the newest episodes.